Hello, hello, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. You are joined, as always, by your host, Inez Bai, Mindset and Life Coach. And before we get started on today's interview, which is one with one of my clients, I just wanted to let you know that we are starting the Abundance Method next week. If you're listening to this live, it's coming out on the 30th of April. We start on the 4th of May, and this is the third time we've been running this course. So it's like all these methods of creating more abundance in your life, in your relationships, your body image, your relationship with food, and your money mindset are so tried and tested, not only by the 50 plus women who've already been through this course, but also by myself. And it's how I continue to create more opportunities for myself without stress, without feeling anxious and worried all the time. So if you're interested to join this course, I would absolutely love to have you along. Um, Just send me a DM on Instagram. I'll leave my link in the show notes below and simply say yes or say the word abundance and I'll give you all the details. Let's get started with today's episode with the incredible Laura DeRida, who is the founder of Sorted Business Solutions, which is all of your business on social media, Facebook, content creation, website design, Sorted. She's an absolute powerhouse of a woman and she's gone from feeling lost and unsure of herself to really crystal clear with her purpose, her identity, and deeply connected to her intuition, which has opened up so many doors for her, which you will hear all about in today's episode. So enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Peaceful Body Podcast, Laura. I am so excited to have you on here. You are looking beautiful and just (laughs) radiating from the inside out. I am still buzzing from when you came up to Sydney last weekend, wasn't it? On Friday night and after months and months and months of coaching, doing all of our sessions on Zoom, talking almost every day on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. We finally got to meet each other in the flesh, which was so fun. We had a couple of cocktails at the Quidgy Pav, which was divine. You got me into ordering my first ever porn star martini, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but welcome. Welcome onto the Peace Thank of you. How are you Thank feeling? You. I'm very, very excited to be here. Um, this is my first podcast interview. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh, well, you're very, very welcome to be here and you're going to kill it. I'm really excited. I'm so (laughs) grateful that you came on to the podcast. And I think it's probably a cool moment for you to like pause and reflect on your growth. Obviously, it's easy for me as a coach to see how far my clients come, but sometimes they don't really realize it themselves. (laughs) And I found because I do a lot of these interviews with my with my clients sometimes that this is like a really good moment for you to just think, oh my God, like this is probably something you wouldn't even have considered doing six months ago. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it's like, I'm so much in the moment. So it's going to be good to sort of reflect on where we started. Like, what is it? Eight, nine months ago now? Yeah. I was trying to think about that. I mean, I always say this with my clients too. Time just absolutely flies, especially when I work (laughs) with a client, because I really only work with like five to seven clients one-on-one because they get all of my attention like and I give you the highest level of support and accountability and I always make sure that they're really really aligned so it just like time flies when you're having fun and it just becomes completely irrelevant Mm -hmm. but I'd love for us um, I'd love for you to share with us the exciting news that you received this week. Yes. So on Sunday afternoon, I applied for two apartments and yesterday around sort of lunchtime, I found out that I got accepted to one, um, which is super exciting. So I've signed the agreement and that has been processed this morning. Um, and then I also got a call from the other apartment that I applied and I also got accepted to that. So it's just crazy um, that I've now finally sort of taken that leap and I've got myself a place. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's so freaking exciting. So basically you're a manifestation queen, which we love to see. And you're moving in on your own, which is such a good experience. I had that experience, uh, what was it, maybe like two years ago. It was a really big growth experience and I'm sure it will be for you Mm -hmm. as well. And what kind of led you to feeling like, yep, I'm ready to move out and to do this on my own? Yeah. Um, well, I think I've, I'm in a household of six. We have quite a big family. I've been running my business full time and then also studying on the side. So um, back in Feb, I actually graduated. So that was kind of the push to want to move out and get a two bedroom apartment to use one as an office. Um, and just, yeah, I guess it's sort of the next chapter in my life of venture out of the home, be a bit more independent and experience new, new things. Mm, exactly. And do you feel like you would have been ready to do that like six to eight months ago? And what do you think has changed now that makes you feel like, yep, yeah, I'm ready to leave the nest? Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have. Um, yeah, like eight months ago, I think I was very comfortable in the routine. I was just going with the flow. Um, but not consciously, just in whatever direction, whereas now it's very much intentional and I sort of have got a more clear idea of where I want to be and having an apartment of my own and of doing that experience is where I want to be in the next six to 12 months. Mm, So exciting. And I might have to come and visit you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So as you just mentioned as well, you run your own business. You just finished your own degree. There were so many things happening. So tell us a little bit about like your life and what your passions are and what really lights you up. Yeah. So I started my business um, over three and a half years ago now. So I was fresh out of high school, 19. I had just done one month of uni. Um, I just started my Bachelor of Commerce and I was sort of just getting a little taste of the business world. And yeah, I started my marketing company. So um, that's a big portion of my life. Um, And yeah, I've been doing that full-time for the last two years. And then um, I guess outside of work, I am really passionate about health and fitness. Um, That's always sort of been a big part of my life. I've always done sports and aths and basketball. So at the moment, I'm really loving the outdoors and like I love snowboarding and going for walks and hikes and all of that fun stuff. Mm, I love that. And like, it's so incredible to hear that you obviously had this idea at 19 to launch a business, which I started working for myself when I was 19, but very different probably situation because I started working as a personal trainer and you essentially paid rent there and had your own business. And, you know, eight years later, what am I now? Yeah. Now I'm 27, (laughs) eight years later, like my business has obviously very much transformed, but I'd love to hear from you as well. Like when you were 19, Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends, for example, were working bar jobs or doing gap years or I don't know, just doing things that weren't, didn't have as much responsibility, not saying anything is better yeah. or worse. But yeah. what do you felt like gave you the inspiration and I guess like the courage to be like, no, I want to start this business and I want to run it and I want to be responsible for it. Yeah. So I actually never envisioned running my own business. And that's a question I get all the time. Mm. And it's like, no, this kind of just, it sort of happened. Um, so I was working multiple jobs, working as a nanny, um, babysitting on the weekends and then running kids parties at an awesome 
um, children's party venue in Mornington. Um, so pretty much it was a very small family business and I essentially was the only non-family member working there. So I pretty much was basically tasked to build a website and then maybe take on the Facebook and then do some random admin here and there. So over time, I sort of started learning all of these different skills and I was self-taught because it was more, all right, Laura, can you try and work out how we're going to promote on Facebook? So that sort of led me to work out services that I could offer other businesses. And then that led to sorted business solutions. <laughs> mm, which is your business. I love the yes. name. And it's just really cool as well to hear that because obviously you didn't envision running your own business, but you took this opportunity and things just like unfolded for you, which is a huge piece of the way that I coach. I always say like, if something excites you, just mm-hmm. take the opportunity and go with it because you never know how things are going to unfold. And by you yeah. just being like, yep, I'll just help out. It's led to you having like a very um, fully fledged business that fully like supports you that you can work, like live out of home and live in your apartment that you've dreamed of and everything like that. And it all just started yeah. with you doing like one, you know, seemingly small thing and putting yourself in a good opportunity to grow and learn, which is the yeah. really good thing about like smaller businesses, because often you'll just get like random tasks and it's like, all right, let's just figure out how to do it. And you clearly were able to do that. Yeah, no, it was really fun. And because I was so passionate about that business, it became almost like our core values and why, um, like our mission is to help small businesses grow and succeed and give them their recognition they deserve online. So that's our mission behind all of the digital marketing stuff that we do. Oh, amazing. I love it. I see your passion as well. And you are one of the hardest workers I know. Like if, yeah, obviously I've seen behind the scenes because we work together for so long, Um, which brings me to my next question. Let's get Mm -hmm. into what led you into even inquiring coaching with me. And I remember um, one of my friends, Jessie Williams, if you don't probably have followed her, she's been on the podcast actually before. Um, You might follow her on Instagram. She's a health and mindset coach. She said to me, oh, I've got someone that I want to refer to you. And and you slid into my DMs afterwards, which I was very excited about. Um, but what were you feeling in that moment and what led you to reach out and think, okay, maybe coaching is something that I need? Yeah. So I actually didn't even know like what you do existed. So you were definitely like a little magical fairy that came along. <laughs> um, so I guess at that time in my life, about nine months ago, I just Um, come out of a long-term relationship and I guess it was a catalyst for a lot of um, change and reassessment um, for my life and what I was doing at that time and how I was thinking and how I was going about every day. So essentially that was the push to take my life in control and really be more purposeful and intentional. Um, So that was the reason why I reached out. Um, initially to Jessie because she is also based in Mornington where I live Mm. Um, but she was she's absolutely amazing and we got on really well but at the at that time she was offering more of like a a fitness mindset and I'm big into health and fitness and 90% of my clients are commercial gyms so I wasn't really needing that assistance with fitness and then she recommended me to you so um, yeah then we got chatting and we had that uh, zoom call I think that day when I reached out it was very quick <laughs> mm, yeah it all just like worked out very quickly you messaged me I was like let's have a cons 
consult. We got on the Zoom call. We chatted and like not always does it work out that quickly. But as I always say with my clients, when something's really aligned, things can just change in a moment like that. And, you know, how did you feel when you got on the consult? Because you were saying like you didn't really know that there was a service like what I offered. So when you came on the consult, were you like, oh, like how did that feel? Yeah. Well, I think I was at a point in my life where I was just like very open to getting other people's sort of opinions and open to like help and guidance at that time. So hearing what you offered was really interesting. And I was like, wow, I had no idea this existed. And then I was like, wow, I need that. And I think also being a female that at that time was really what I wanted. I wanted to connect Mm -hmm. with another female. Um, And I think as well, like we just got along so well on Zoom and knowing that like, a lot of the business that I do, we work interstate. So the fact that we were doing Zooms and not face-to-face didn't bother me at all. Um, It was, yeah, I just saw it as a really exciting opportunity. Mm. Oh, that's so lovely to hear. And I guess uh, what a lot of people don't hear or talk about, I suppose, with any sort of transformation is obviously before you get to the point of like reaching out to a coach, especially if it's the first time that you do it, like that was the first time that you'd worked with like, I guess, a life mindset coach. I'm always yeah. a bit like airy fairy on my labels. Cause it's hard to define <laughs> me and I don't want to be put in a box, but um, we kind of get to this like level of discomfort and level of just like, like a lot of my clients, like for me personally, when I reached out to my first coach, I was feeling just like really frustrated and anxious and just like very heavy. That was the emotions I was having. Mm-hmm. So what sort of emotions were you feeling right before, I guess, you um, reached out to me? And then how did yeah. that change when you signed up with me? Yeah, well, I think um, you sort of hit bottom when you reach out for for help. I've done like some psychology work over the years, but but not recently at that at that stage in my life and I guess I sort of was going through a lot and very energy drained but knowing that I needed to sort of pick myself up and get some assistance and guidance um so yeah I was feeling really just um exhausted emotionally and drained and I guess the main thing was I was a bit lost there was Mm. a lot of change going on And I needed sort of assistance with my direction and how to tackle every day plus sort of actually work out what my purpose is and where I want to go in life and how to make that happen. Mm, mm, Thank you for sharing. And I know for you, a lot of what we spoke about was fleshing out your identity because obviously, you know, come out of this long-term relationship, you were very into your business and those were kind of two things that you were really um, like defined yourself about. And so we did go through this big process of you realizing that there were so many other parts of you, which were always there, but we just had to like direct the energy towards that. So can you like describe a little bit about that process? Yeah. And I think as well at that time, a big factor was all of the Instagram like influencer I hate that term but I was like a very micro influencer um all that work because that was extremely time consuming and energy draining um so that was also a big part of working out if that was aligning with me which it it wasn't in the like a couple months down the track we worked out that it just Mm. wasn't in a line um I've forgotten your question again that's right um my question was what was it? It was, um, oh yeah, like finding your identity again, like and yeah. not relying. 
just on business and that relationship to yeah. feel like you had a sense of identity. But what what I will say to that, um, what you were saying about like, you know, being a part of the influencer world, you were associated and working with a couple of brands and I guess you were doing it because when you agreed to it and you can correct me if I'm wrong here it felt like a a valuable exchange of energy it felt like an exciting opportunity because these brands or companies were giving you a certain amount of money to spend or products or whatever in exchange for your um, social media content and I think what happened from when I'm looking at you and your journey is Mm -hmm. when you invest in yourself in a coach and you do the work on yourself and you start to remember your value and I always say remember because your value isn't something that you have to go out and find or you've got to figure out how to get it's always Mm -hmm. within you but sometimes we get so many layers of like but I should be doing this thing but they give me free products but this person said this about me and it gets really lost what our value actually is and so when you came to this process of like like letting go of all of these shoulds and peoples and opinions and whatever, you came to this place of realizing that actually doing these, um, working with these like companies for your brand or whatever was not aligning with you anymore. And you could only really figure that out because you had realized your value. Is that kind of fair to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you also helped me realize that that was once a goal that I had sort of, I reckon like 18 months prior and that was my a big big goal and what I wanted to achieve at that time in my life so I was able to get there and I had an awesome experience worked with some amazing brands like I'm still have really good relationships with all the the company owners Um, however at that stage it just didn't serve me anymore and it wasn't what was making me excited and it wasn't a burning desire it was more oh this is so time consuming and energy draining I want to be putting my energy into something else so you sort of helped me realize that I could appreciate that opportunity that I had and still be grateful for it but know that it didn't serve me anymore and I needed to move on and put that energy somewhere else which was a big thing that you kept saying you kept saying that that's like taking up that energy. So once I let that go, that space is now available for something else. Mm, Yes. Such a good, like valuable lesson for life because I hear so many people and, you know, it might be a different scenario. You might be staying in a job or in a relationship or whatever it might be because you're like, oh, but like I've been with them for so long or like it was a goal of mine or especially with women, I find we have this real fear of coming across as if we're ungrateful. So if we let go of something, it then makes us seem like we're Ex- mm. to expecting or you know we're saying no to opportunities but if you ca- yeah. if your body will tell you give you signals like what you were saying it was feeling energy draining you were like wanting to avoid it it was always like just not something that yeah. was really really lighting you up and oftentimes yeah. we don't give ourselves permission to say no to something simply because it doesn't light us up because we're taught that we should push through with things and that we shouldn't quit and you know if you want to get to where you are you have to say yes to every opportunity but in yeah. doing so it pulls you completely out of alignment it doesn't allow you to stay in your zone of genius but I guess the biggest thing as well is like you have to have a lot of trust in yourself to be like I'm going to say no to this and trust myself that I'm going to come up with a better idea or use this energy in a better way which requires not only self-trust but also self-awareness so letting go of something that didn't serve you anymore and also giving yourself to like permission to change your mind which is something I always say as well like it's okay to change tracks even though it was a big goal of yours for like however many years 
it's okay to change your mind and actually redirect and course correct and whatever it is. So by saying no to those or letting go of that and obviously maintaining a really good relationship, which I'm not surprised by because you're an absolute queen, but what did that space open up for you by saying no to those, that kind of side of your business? Yeah. And I think just as well, adding on to that, it was also letting go of that fear of feeling like I'm failing at Mm. that goal because like 18 months prior, I was like, I'm going to get into do something within this health and fitness industry. And that's what I'm passionate about. I'm going to make a career out of it. And that just didn't end up. And that, that was totally fine. I could still wear my rider where I could still have my protein smoothies and I could Mm. still go to the gym. And it didn't mean that I just failed at that. Um, So yeah, I guess letting go for that actually um, sort of allowed the space for me just to work out who I am. And I guess I was wearing a lot of active wear and I know a big conversation that we had was sort of finding like my identity through like clothing and like wearing (laughs) just normal clothes, which is such a weird concept, but it was three years of active wear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can so relate having been like a personal trainer for like seven, eight years of my life. Now, when I get dressed into normal clothes, I literally am like, wow, this is so, so different. (laughs) yeah because you just sort of fit in that in that box and Mm. you just sort of slip into that life lifestyle so sort of pulling myself out of that I just had so much free time like I started reading Mm. like I haven't read prior to that for like honestly like over 10 years like it would have been forced in school like that's the only time that I actually read so it was nice to pick up different little hobbies like that which were really fulfilling and interesting Mm. as well yeah and for sure and like that then would have given you other ideas with your business or like what you wanted to do with your life and probably like this is obviously all um what's the word that I'm looking for? Like just ideas that we're making up, but like maybe if you were still working with these companies that weren't really aligned with you, you would have been really tired. And when you're really tired and overwhelmed, it's hard to think about which direction you want to move in your life. So then it stops you Mm. from thinking, oh, maybe I want to move out or maybe I want to talk to this person or maybe I want to create this new marketing thing or or whatever it might be. Because like now reflecting on your business too how do you feel like you're able to show up without the pressure and the stress of doing something that wasn't serving you anymore yeah and I think it was very restrictive as well so having that freedom was amazing and I think one of the big things that came out of that was I was able to like complete my degree and sort of Mm. fast track that and do the do um, trimester three over the summer breaks so that was a big opportunity that I think was available to me because I freed up that um, that time and space and I think as well for my business I definitely had like more energy to put into it so during that sort of time throughout sort of I reckon sort of around like July last year that was a big transformation sort of period for the business in terms Mm. of how we serviced our um, our social media management clients. And thinking back now, we changed a lot. I basically went from doing regular service to doing a really in-depth service where we were adding like um, 
extra meetings on and brainstorming sessions and just opening up that communication because Mm. I had that energy to communicate and touch base with the team more. So that was a big sort of turning point in the business because we really sort of leveled up and made sure that every single client was having the absolute best service and we were in constant communication. So we knew that we were delivering like the absolute best for them to help their business. Mm, Yeah, incredible. So you're basically just able to refine everything and offer so much more of a better service. And I remember you going through this whole process, which is just incredible. It's really good. Um, I'd love to hear from you as well. Like how would you describe our coaching sessions and what would you say was like one of the biggest benefits for you that came from it? Yes, I think obviously we did the WhatsApp communication. So that was a lot of texting and more voice memoing, which I'd never done before, which is such a weird concept, but it's so fun as well because it's almost like a phone call. But if like, obviously you're not available at that time, you can listen to it later. So that was awesome just to like, I remember I'd always go for a walk, especially during lockdown at that time Mm. and just... I knew that like the first half of my 30 minute walk was me just blurting out all the updates and sort of what was going on in my head. So it was really therapeutic. And then mm. our um, fortnightly Zoom calls were were just good to sort of flesh out sort of bigger topics that had obviously been sort of coming up over the week and then um, just sort of making a plan for the future as well. Mm, Yeah, that's something I'm really big on is making sure that you always walk away from those sessions feeling like I know what I'm doing and I know at least I've got one or two things that I'm going to take action on. And sometimes those things would be like, make sure you read or book in for a sauna sesh or other times it would be like, have this conversation with a client or send off that text, you know, it would be really um, different, but it would be all making sure that you're taking a step that aligns with like the future version of you, the, the version yeah. of you that you're trying to build rather than staying in like patterns of what, like the old, not the old you necessarily, but like the comfortable version of you might've yeah. stayed in so that you could actually move forwards. And yeah, I love doing the voice memos with my clients. I remember the first time I worked with a coach who did that. It literally just like, because I had done a lot of um, psychology sessions as well, like kind of what you were saying, you'd had experience with that before. What I always say is really different is when you're working with a psychologist, it's really just quite within the session, which can be really helpful. But the beautiful thing about working with a coach is that it is just a little bit more dynamic. Like you get the opportunity to talk to me or whoever your coach is. It's so much more hands-on as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just feel like it connects what you learn in a session to your life. Like I always have this image whenever I like send off a voice memo or even when I receive one from my coach that it's like this electric, like, okay, yep. It like just like makes sense what what's going down. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think as well with the coaching, I liked how you challenged me (laughs) because I wouldn't previously say I'm a stubborn person, but I think I'm more set in my ways and I'm very logical, as you know. So it's like I can rationalize everything and be like, yep, that makes sense because of this. And I'm doing this because of this. Whereas you, you really challenged me and you're like, well, well, why do you have to respond to his email at eight o'clock at night? Mm. Or why are you avoiding having this conversation with this family member? Like why? So I think that was really good because you could sort of look at it from an outside perspective and challenge me whilst knowing that it's 
it's going to push me along. Um, but also I think a big thing with you was knowing that you're in my corner and that you see my full potential. Mm. So it was always good because it's not like you're there to be my cheerleader and be like, go Laura, but you, you always saw my potential. So you'd notice sort of keep pushing me along, which was really, really good to have because especially for me, when I run my own business, I'm living at home. It's very sort of isolated. Mm. So having someone that is there that sees your full potential and keeps pushing you along, that was just so helpful for me to actually, I guess I explained it to you like it was opening my eyes. Mm. I feel like I was just sort of going with the flow, sort of going through everything, being sort of, all right, this is going to happen or that happened today so I guess I've got to do this it was more like all right I'm open I'm awake I'm alert I'm now making like intentional decisions Mm. about my life which are exciting and I'm not just sort of going through the motions of the day and just wanting to get to sort of the evening and go to sleep (laughs) yeah I love that you bring that up because often before we start really becoming mindful or our personal development journey, we we don't even think about the fact that we just assume that things are the way that they are. It's just like we live our life, but then as soon as you expose yourself to a coach or a course or a book even, and you realize, wow, I didn't even know that, you, you then can't unsee it. So then everything that you, I mean, obviously sometimes people still choose to act within their comfort zone, but they'll yeah. always have this little niggle of feeling frustrated that they can't act in what they know would be like their higher self version. But for yeah. you, it's like, yeah, that's that's the difference about going to a family member for or a friend for support because they might say to you like, oh, they don't want to hurt your feelings. Whereas mm. with a coach, it's like you've committed mm. money, time and energy. So I'm yeah. therefore not going to fuck around with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to say to you like this is I'm going to give you opposite points of view. I'm going to help you see a perspective that might be bigger. And it is really my job as a coach to say things that potentially no one else would say to you and only because it's for your benefit and because of the power that I see within you and that I can really see now like when even when we first started coaching you were a lot more like held back I could really feel that energy with you Mm. you were holding back a lot whereas now it's like you stand tall you dress in a way that makes you feel good you speak your truth you speak up you know you're you're so much more like just glowy and juicy and sparkly and that makes you really magnetic Yeah, thank you. And I think as well, another thing is like the support that you provide is just like you don't get it. Like it's just like obviously family members, they're there for you, but Mm. you're you're there all the time. And I think because like you obviously have done a lot of research in um, sort of mindset and psychology, you also understand mental health really well. Mm. And you were able to sort of understand what I was going through during those tough times and also being aligned with being accountable and making sure that I was booking in to see my psychologist as well as showing up. And we'd also have chats when maybe I wasn't being so open. I wasn't putting our coaching as a top priority because I was sort of just like, oh, I had a tough day, so I didn't want to reach out. Whereas you would push me during those tough days to actually reach out and have those uncomfortable conversations, which were really scary because I was like, I just want to like curl up in a bed. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas you were like, nope, you really need to reach out 
during those tough days and let's talk about it. So that was really nice to sort of have that ongoing support there like every day essentially. (laughs) Mm, And like even though it's uncomfortable to have those conversations, why do you think they're so important to have? Yeah, because I I used to sort of get frustrated and I was like, but I don't want to talk. But then I realised after I did it twice Mm. and then the third time I was like, wow, this this is so much better than just sitting and like not feeling sorry for myself, but, you know, sort of catastrophizing and sort of going through that spiraling sort of anxious thoughts. It was so much more helpful to be like, well, this is why I'm feeling like this. And we could sort of work through it and just talk about it rather than it just stay up in my head and get worse and worse and worse through overthinking Mm. so it was really good to sort of have you there even just to listen Mm. and be like I understand or if it was more of like let's actually talk about it and sort of work out how we can fix it or how we can change this situation that was so helpful Mm, I love that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Cause otherwise things always as well feel a lot bigger in our head, but as soon as we talk about it, especially to someone that can really understand where you're coming from, it instantly feels smaller. And that's a huge value with my coaching as well. Like I work with clients that I can really relate to that have been through a similar thing that I used to struggle with. And I would also never ask my clients to do something that I've never done before. So, you know, I would never ask them to invest in an amount that I have and I would never ask them to do an activity or Mm -hmm. to be really vulnerable with me unless that was something that I'd done like I have been on coaching like calls with my coach and I've bawled my eyes out and I've spoken when I haven't really wanted to and that's why I feel very in integrity when I ask my clients to like come forwards and be vulnerable and then we always work through it and then on the other side of that there is clarity and you can actually let go Mm -hmm. of that emotion rather than constantly avoiding it and hoping that it goes away on its own because it doesn't even if we try to distract ourselves as much as possible yeah 100 percent. and I think as well one of the big sort of takeaways from working with you was um finding what my like finding intuition and just Mm -hmm. Um, I guess you described as like that niggle that sort of Mm -hmm. um, you feel and I guess sort of I was very stuck like very busy and just sort of going through the motions and very consumed with the business and other stuff at that time in my life so going from just being busy to actually sort of choosing what I do with my day and like I remember a couple of times there were situations where it was like, well, do I want to go for a walk or do I want to go for a run? Like what feels better at that time? Like, and you'd always describe it as like, well, what, what's exciting? Like out of the two options, which one's more exciting? And now it's like, I go through this, like almost every day, it's like in the morning, do I want to do some work from bed or do I want to go for a walk now? Like, how do I want to kick off my morning? And it's very like, no, I want to go for the walk or maybe I'll just chill and do some work for the morning. Mm, I love that. And it's just like so many people struggle with that indecision and it it wastes 
like you just lose so much time and energy. And before the days really started, you've already worried about, should I go to the gym or should I eat this? Or should I say this? It's just like, you lose so much energy on things that really aren't that important. And it's just a matter of like practice and getting back in your power. So um, just to like wrap things up now, I feel like when we first were working together, would it be fair to say that there was like a little bit of dread for the future and you were a bit lost, right? Uncertain. Whereas now I yeah. see you as being a lot, a lot more like excited and ready for mm. the future. You're kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for it. Like bring it on. Yeah. So what are you mostly excited for it, that's coming up over the next couple of months? Yeah. Well, I think, um, overall just being actually like excited about life mm. and independent and I think that's the big thing for me and just being like really in, in control of my life and sort of the direction that it's taking um so I guess obviously moving out that's yeah. coming up in the next sort of two weeks which I just am still I'm in shock that's going to be awesome. And then I've got some big, big things coming for the business. I've just invested in a business coach, Amazing. which I never would have done. I would have been like, that's too expensive. Like I just need to work hard up. But I was like, no, this, I need to sort of find someone that this is like their bread and butter. They know how to sort of assist. So I'm really excited to be working with her and start implementing everything because it's going to change how I run the back end of the business, mm. um, which is just going to be absolutely amazing. Um, I guess as well, just having that that whole lifestyle in a different suburb, which is going to be an hour away. <laughs> and it's just going to be a whole different sort of lifestyle, which I'm super excited about. Um, I'm going to be right near the beach and have my own office. So yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for the next sort of six months. It's so cool. It's honestly so exciting. And it's just like, there is truly no better investment than on yourself because what gives you more like of a guarantee when you invest in yourself, it's like, I can change this. I can create all these results. And that's exactly what you're doing, Laura. So I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored to have been able to work with you as long as we did. And I love seeing you thrive. I love hearing all of your updates. I just think that you have so much to offer and you're so capable <laughs> of being so creative. So I absolutely love this chat. Thank you so much for being so open and yeah. No <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to finally be on the podcast. Yay. Um, as yeah, I always listen to it when I'm going for my walk, so it's exciting to be a guest. <laughs> oh, well, you're a very honorable um guest, so thank you very much. Thank you.